on this week's episode, we're speaking with Gabby Guzman all about shift, intuitiveness, and becoming editable. Yeah, I said that, editable. Are you ready? Here we go. and succeed podcast experience with your host Sandy Allende Rodriguez Guys, thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Rise and Succeed podcast. I am Sandy, your host, and I'm so very excited because, and a little nervous because not only do I have my, I'm here, but I'm also bringing on my coach, my mentor. She's a strategist. She is just amazing. We're going to be talking a little bit about intuitive leadership within a mastermind class that I took with Gabby Guzman. And you'll see so many things that kind of just relate to what is going on now and how some of us has been taking the shift within our lives and finding that transformation. So without further ado, again, I'm Sandy with Rise and Succeed, and I am bringing on the one and only Gabby Guzman. <laughs> She is a coach, strategist, and speak public speaker. Gabby, thank you so very much for joining us today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for this invitation, my dear. Thank you. Thank you. There's been so many things going on. And um, within the pandemic, we kind of just bumped into each other. So I, we spoke to Marlene a few weeks back. And Marlene had told me, you need to join this community las comadres and i was like what what is this about and i started looking to it and i'm like this just doesn't feel right this is everything that i'm trying to build so i don't think it's a fit first registration went through over pandemic and i just kind of let it go on the wayside second time marlene said again the little mustard seed and said i really think that this is going to be good for you and i said ah she's like just speak to gabby so i did and i spoke to you you were the first person i ever spoke to And yeah. I'll never forget you telling me where I'm telling you, yeah, it's great, but this is exactly the same type of community I'm looking to build. And you said, and so what? Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's room for all of us. Exactly. It's exactly what you said. And I was like, it kind of landed. I was like, man, really? I've never, and I think just within the industry or within everybody, it's hard to find people who say like, Psh, There's coach and there's room for everybody and we can all do the same thing and we don't align with everybody. And if it doesn't align with what I'm doing, I'll send her to you or you send her to me and that's the way we work. And I was just kind of in awe yeah. of that. Yeah. You know, usually <laughs> women, the walk. yeah, usually women try to block each other like, no, 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 you know, I'm used to that cattiness. So I, that immediately, that one conversation with you, I was like, oh, I'm sold. Where do I sign up? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's amazing. I'm so glad that it had that impact on you. I mean, it was really so much of how um, Jamie Nolan, who's my co-founder, and I had run Comadres is, is from that place of deep integrity and living our values. And we are really about collaboration and supporting each other and uplifting each other. And and we can't just pick and choose when we do that, right? It really right. is something that we live every day. And so that was that was an example of it. Right. And then at once you once I joined and I started seeing like Jamie and you do similar things. It really is yeah. similar, but yet there's always room. There's always space for everybody. And within the community, there are other coaches, other mentors, other speakers. Just and never once is there any cattiness or you said she said or none of that nonsense, which is amazing. Yeah. There's so many people that have worked with me with Jamie with Luli with you know because yeah. I, I feel like one of the things that we forget um and it and it takes a little longer in entrepreneurship to get that context is that over the course of your entrepreneurial life you're going to work with a lot of people yeah and so it's not about kind of loyalty to one person it's really about like what's what kind of work do I need to do right now And who's the right person to support me through it? Right. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people where I'm like, you know what? You should talk to Jamie or you should talk to Luli or you should talk to someone else. Like, and I refer people because I'm not the right person for them in that particular moment. Right. And they might come back later. You know, it's just a matter of understanding that that's how it goes. And, and I really think this is coming from a place of abundance Because when you aren't kind of hoarding the people mm -hmm. and grabbing onto them tight, there is that feeling of, you know, I trust that the universe will bring me what I need. And I'm happy to be part of sharing the abundance with others. Right. Exactly. No, and that's wonderful. Now, let's get back to this. Because once we got, once I got into the comadres, which was great, all of a sudden there was this, hey, there's this business intuitive mindset course and blah, blah, blah. And I remember... <laughs> going to and I'll go back to the same key person because she has been who I call my spiritual guide through all this craziness you know I use my intuitiveness and I use my good sense but I'm like wait a second she's I said hey tell me a little bit more about she goes oh, I did that class and that's what made all the difference take the course take the course trust me it'll make all the difference don't lose it do it so I said well she didn't steer me wrong the first time so I'll go ahead and do it And I did. And that made all the difference. I, it's yes. been, I mean, it's, we're in the process of, well, that's it. We wrapped, but it's been amazing. So give us a little bit of insight to those who are like, what the hell is this all about? Tell us about what is this intuitive mindset masterclass that you have? Yes. Yes. So the I the Intuitive Business Mastermind started, actually was relaunched. It, I've been masterminding with women for years. And when I launched Las Comadres, I took a couple years off just to focus on that community and building up that, that business and that community. Uh, but back in January of 2021, I relaunched this program because I missed it so much. Mm -hmm. Masterminding is my favorite thing that I do. And for those of you who don't know, a mastermind is essentially a, a group of people who decide to commit to each other and to get together on a regular and consistent basis over a period of time to help support one another with whatever they want to accomplish and grow with. 
And so it requires accountability. Everybody is supporting one another with guidance, with ideas, with helping each other actually make the thing happen. And so the difference in, there's lots of different masterminds. You could call up a friend and decide that you're going to mastermind together Mm -hmm. on a consistent basis. The distinct and different thing about this mastermind, the intuitive business mastermind, is that for me, what I have learned over all these years in entrepreneurship is that the most important thing that I have is my ability to trust myself. So when I am making a decision, am I making it wholeheartedly, like with the knowing that with all the tools and the information I have right now, and all of my body and intuitive wisdom, that this is the right move for me now. And that whatever happens, I can trust to move confidently forward. And that is something that I did not have when I started. (laughs) And it took me a while, it certainly took me a while to cultivate it. But to me, this is the most important thing that women entrepreneurs can learn to do and really develop that confidence and that self-trust because that same confidence and self-trust then tells you not only what the right move is, but also steers you in the right direction of where you need to get support of the things that you don't need to do or the things that you want to learn. And so for me, the ultimate goal of this mastermind, yes, there have been almost 20 women who have had incredible successes and accomplishments and really crossed big things off the list. But at the end of the day, I really want you to to know and trust yourself deeply and fully at the end of this mastermind. And that's really what I hope, what we hope to accomplish with everything that we do there. Right. And it, it definitely has been an eye opener. It has helped unblock a lot of, a lot of the, it's, it's gotten me in that, that word that I really don't like, but doing that shadow work Mm -hmm. and getting in that shadow work has really revealed so many things of, I am my own block sometimes, a lot of times, majority of the times. And having somebody else keep you accountable and counting, calling you out has been because nobody likes to get called out, but when you're seeing in a group of women that you are all like, wow, look at what they're doing. And oh my God, look at the thought that they have and look at what they're trying to, they're, what they're doing. And you, you're you just in awe of all these people. And yeah. then they tell you like, wow, man, we see you amazingly. Where, where are you? Like, why aren't you seeing what we're seeing? And mm-hmm. those blocks are real. Yeah, I think that that's like one of the coolest pieces of it, right? When you not only are in that community and we're all sharing together what we're trying to create, but we're also all sharing our struggles. And you realize that that person that used to intimidate you actually is going through the same thing you're going through, you know, and and we, we realize that we're all the same that we can all support each other. And there's just this kind of veil that gets lifted in that moment. And you let your guard down and you're able to be vulnerable and you're able to share what's really going on inside you to really be honest and unlock and heal whatever is holding you back from creating what you want. Yeah. It's pretty much grounding, grounding yourself into that. Okay. Yeah. I am. I am more than what I'm giving my, it's that not enough, that not enough. It's getting rid of that. Not enough is that we are so, enough and we just don't see it because some way somehow somewhere along the road somebody told us the yeah you're not good enough and that stuck Mm -hmm. all the good didn't but that one did so yep yeah (laughs) we get to dismantle it all together (laughs) yeah yeah which was amazing and it was uh 
seeing everybody in their in their vulnerable and just state of just letting releasing and letting it go and it was how did this concept come up gabby for you like where along your path did you say like i just have to help and empower other women to see this amazingness of theirs I mean, I think it was a gradual thing over time. I, I've definitely always been like more of a, what I would call a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely felt very strong about my intuition, even before I really learned how to sit still and listen to it. But I found that the most important moves that I've made as an entrepreneur all came from things that seemed crazy on paper. Right. Right. Like when I decided to become a coach out of nowhere, Out of nowhere. I used to be a strategist working with mid-sized companies to run their social media strategies. And all of a sudden, I realized that all I wanted to do was work with women and help them grow their businesses. And so one second to the other, decided to become um, a coach. Then the moment I used to have a studio in Little Havana, where we host regular events. And all of a sudden that started to feel really wrong and like the past. And so I just like left everything behind, including a brand that I had built with someone else done. Like all of these moves, like, and most recently deciding to step aside from my role as CEO of Las Comadres, all of these things that if you just hear them on paper, they sound a little insane, Mm -hmm. but it is so crucial that you learn to trust yourself because in those moments, once I was sure that this was the right thing for me, I really didn't care what anybody had to say about it. Yeah. I hoped that my friends would be supportive. But beyond that, it wasn't about convincing me otherwise. And it, it was really just about trusting myself. And I, and I realized that no matter what, that's the most important skill that you can have. And then I started noticing the same pattern with the women that I was helping, that they would just come to me and were asking like too many people for advice on things that had to do with themselves or or their next moves. They were kind of really stuck in their head about it and from a place of anxiety and from a place of overthinking Mm -hmm. instead of really feeling into what was right. And so that constant loop of, of not trusting yourself was really hurting them and getting in the way of them moving forward with what they wanted to create. Right. Yeah. And it, it is, it is. And we do that a lot. And yeah. you, you definitely give a lot of tools and accountability to kind of just plan the work and work the plan. And, yeah. and the best part was, is what I, cause you, we get fixated on, okay, this is the plan. So this is what you need to do. But what you actually kind of instilled in me is plan is always tweakable and you can always add, remove, edit, pivot, shift, whatever, as things happen. Because if I would have gotten stuck and would not have, you know, wanted to change, this pandemic would have shut Rise and Succeed down. There's no point about it. Rise and Succeed was based on having conferences, meeting women, uh, empowering them on a one-on-one basis. And it was all a face-to-face interaction. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't shift well. It didn't shift into that, okay, well, we can all meet online. No, because now you've had moms who needed to sit at home and watch their kids and 
deal with online schooling and mm -hmm. dealing with no work and all this stuff and it didn't shift well and at which point when we started working together I you let the you allowed the coach to become coachable <laughs> That's what it's all about. We all yeah. need it. <laughs> yeah. So that in that, okay, well then maybe that's not your community. Maybe that's not your target audience. Maybe that's not where you're supposed to go. Shift, shift. Yeah. And I was taught to, okay, it's okay to that. Things aren't going exactly how you had planned, but it's okay to edit it. It's okay yeah. to edit. Yeah. And that's what life is. It's a constant edit. Mm -hmm. that's the thing that we forget. And I think this pandemic really reminded everybody of that in a, in a very, right. In a way that was very harsh and yeah. shook us all. Yeah. But it was also a reminder that life has changed. It has, it has yeah. to something different. Not only that, but it has grown into something where you're not closed off to your community. It's yeah. everywhere. You could be everywhere. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to be, Everybody doesn't need to be in my in in Florida to be able to be part of your community. It's anywhere in the world. Yeah. It expanded us. It did. It really did. It yeah. did. And then as I just to go a little bit, just to go a little kind of rewind before, because I feel yeah. that your story was it was moving to me because I was like, whoa, that is a woman that has big ovaries. Okay. <laughs> Huge ovaries. Because when I heard your story or when within one of the cafecitos or something, it came up where you had stated, you know, you were married, you lived in New York, you yeah. held one of those kick-ass jobs. And I'm listening to your story. I'm like, shit, man, she lived my dream. You know, then you had this baby, you decided you don't want to be married anymore and literally just left everything. I'm like, oh, wait a second. That wasn't part of my story. I was, yeah. and that's big. Like, can you give us just a little brief, the Gabby, your Gabby story? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, I grew up in Dominican Republic and I moved to the States when I was 19 and my, it was always my dream to move to New York. I got married very, very young and we moved to, we were, we lived in New York and towards the end of my marriage, after like seven or eight years, we um, had a baby and that baby was just like what we needed to do before we, we split. Right. By, by the time we were, I was pregnant, like that marriage was over, only I didn't really know it. Um, and so I have this baby, um, through all my time in New York, I had like four different careers. So that's another also conversation. But um, really, I, I remember that we waited for my son's first birthday party to let everybody know that we were splitting up because we didn't want to ruin his birthday. Right. So um, it was a pretty intense time. My son's father left the country at that point, And I was alone with this kid in New York City and a job in advertising for about a year. And that was probably the hardest time of my life. And my parents were in Miami, just uh, like calling me all the time. Like, are you insane? Just come down here, come down here, come down here. So I finally took them up on it. <laughs> and I just packed up my lights and came down to Miami nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so much that you've done in, in nine years. Like people, people think are like, oh, well, you know, she did all this. No, but it took nine years for you to cultivate where you're at right now and the totally. shift and the shift because again like she had said with um 
her and Jamie, uh, Gabby and Gay and Jamie Nolan co-founded this community called La Comadres. And La Comadres is something that has gone from something small, right? You guys used to all meet. I mean, I wasn't part of it. Mm -hmm. I, I said it, I said, if, if Marlene would have told me, Hey, there's this community and they meet at this place down in Miami and they do all these events down in Miami, I would have been like, yeah, no, that's not my community. I honest (laughs) to God, because I'm like, no, that's like too far. I live in Broward. No, that's not going to happen. Not going to work. But when the pandemic hit, you guys did a big shift and took it online and started doing Zoom and jumped into Mighty Networks and really quickly shifted this community into a live and in-person community into an online community. Yes. And I would say that the growth for you guys, and I don't know, I'm not, I'm a part of the community, but I didn't, wasn't there from inception. You were, Mm -hmm. it took a bigger shift, right? You had more people now said, Oh crap, I want to join this community. Yeah. And people from all over, which is really beautiful. Like we really benefit from, um, having members all over the place. There's people even from different countries that are part of Las Comadres now, and it's and it feels really great. And you know, we all talk about the day that we all get together in person. We're hoping that mm-hmm. that happens soon. But really, that that recognition that the sisterhood could expand and that it didn't only have to happen locally. Right. Yeah. No. And it, it took it to a bigger expansion. Like I said, like I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have known anything about Guamadres if it wouldn't have been yeah. for pandemic and you guys taking it into that electronic force of internet access. Yeah. And then yeah. So you come here, you work, you create you said I'm not working for anybody else. You create your community, you start your business and then literally just a few months ago you said you went on a trip, which I saw on Instagram, and I was like, oh, my God, New Orleans, I love it. This is so freaking awesome. Yes. To then come down and then say, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, that was a process. Uh, so I launched Comadres back in the fall of 2018. So it's going to be almost three years mm-hmm. now. And you know, have given my heart and soul to this community. But I would definitely tell you it had been a few months before I made the final decision where it just was feeling like it just wasn't feeling a match for me anymore. Mm -hmm. And I want to make the distinction because this is also, I think, really important. I have loved being the leader of this community and not loved being the CEO of that business. Right. And I think that that's a distinction that people don't talk about very much in terms of you know, like there's, there's a lot of flowery, flowery language around like being the leader of a community. And I'm like, mama, do you really want to spend your days doing what it takes to run that business? Yeah. And that is a very important and critical question. And what I realized is that what it takes to run a community like that, like the skill set and the time and the, the sort of presence and, you know, like what your actual job quote unquote is was out of alignment with the way that I want to show up every day in my life. Right. 
you know, like rather than like running a big team and running all of our, all of the, all of, you know, the agencies and all of the, the outsourcing and all of the project management, like I want to be in like a juicy mastermind coaching people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and not that there's anything wrong with either, but it, it's a very, it's a very important and conscious decision that you get to make when you have business ideas, when you see your business idea grow, which is what happened to us. Cause Comadre started like a passion project. Like it started like this really cute little thing that we did on the side. Like, oh my God, how cool this community that we already have, we get together. But then it started growing and growing. And in that growth, there was a moment to make a decision like, okay, I see this growing. This is beautiful that it's growing, but also is this what I want to do? Yeah. And then like finally in New Orleans, the decision like, is this something that can live without me? And I, I think that, Jamie and I had been over the the course of the pandemic year building something that was sustainable enough on itself. And Jamie was, as it turns out, and I knew fully and completely ready to take the reins and take Comadres through the next chapter of its life, you know? Yeah. 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 How is like, was that not something where, where it kind of like tore you up? Like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Like, is this the right? I was like, what am I doing? Cause it was like, I see you. I see you as like this take charge kind of woman until I actually spoke to you and like heard Gabby comment about you of like, everything takes like 50,000 steps before Gabby makes one. And I'm like, huh? Like that doesn't make sense. That just does not sound like Gabby to me. So I was like, wait a second, is this the right person that we're talking yeah. about? Well, it's what Jamie says is that but when I make a decision, it's made. Yeah. Like I might I'll sit on it until I make sure that it's for real, but once it's done, it's done. Yeah. And and that is kind of a big part of it. And I think also like one of the things that I just had to work on within myself is like Like Sandy, I can't tell you how many podcast interviews I I did where I said that I would be running commodities until I was 90 years old. (laughs) And, and it was, it's so funny, right? Like the stuff that you say out loud and it's because of the connection that I feel obviously to this community that I birthed, like I literally gave birth to this baby. How am I going to abandon the baby? No, I'm just taking the baby to a daycare or like, you know, like I'm not holding all the reins anymore and I'm totally okay with that because I know that she'll be. Um, not only amazingly taken care of, but that actually Jamie is the leader that this community needs now Correct. for this next phase of growth. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I'm interested in other things in my life right now. And that that gets to be part of the story, right? That's exciting. Yeah. And all, but with every baby, like I remember, you know, with you have a baby and you want to control this baby and you want to take care of everything, but it's technically really not ours. It's never ours. Exactly. It's for the exactly world. Right. <laughs> it's for the world. Exactly right. And I can't tell you how many times I found myself almost getting micromanaging, which is never something that I've been before. Yeah. But it's just like you, you, it's when it's yours, you feel like you need it to be a certain way. Exactly. And they think like one of the most beautiful things about, um, you know, maturity in your business ownership is the recognition. Somebody told me one time, Gabby, you have to let it get a little messy. And the little thought, literal thought of it, like make me, made me hyperventilate. (laughs) It's true. It's what it already is, right? Everything is a little messy anyway. We can't control everything. And so 
how am I leaving room for wonder and magic and surprises and for for other people to step up their leadership if I am hoarding all the control of this business and also making myself miserable in the process because control is an illusion and it's not even real anyway. Exactly. Right? So, exactly. So it's like all these things that I preach, am I living them myself? It is. It is. And that's, and that's beautiful because not only are you learning, you're living it, yeah. the experience, which makes it so much easier for the rest of us who are, you know, joining your experiences to learn from that because it's, yeah. it's a learning experience where I haven't gone through that per se in a business aspect. You're mm -hmm. speaking and I'm, comp I am, I am in my head living my motherhood which was, yeah. I controlled these kids. They go here, they do this, they do this. They're 13 and 15. They don't want to be controlled, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, it's time for me to like release the reins and let them be, yeah. which is exactly yeah. what you've done with La Comadres. Yeah, you've released exactly. the reins and you're letting her be and grow yeah. into whatever her next phase of life is. So exactly. it's, it's a process. You're talking and I'm like, oh, ah, yeah. God. You live it in a different context, but yeah. you may get to live it in a business context. Right, which day. means it's the same process. It's just we're totally. living different things, which is totally. wonderful. And that, that just makes it so much more in, intuitive of your side to say like, okay, it's time. I, yeah. I, My joy right now is experiencing that one-on-one, -on -one, that accountability, that sharing mm -hmm. this mastermind with everybody, with the world. And the best part is you're never leaving the comadres per se. You're just letting it be free. You've released, Absolutely. which is beautiful. Absolutely. Which, which then teaches us the process of we've got to sometimes let go of that control that we think that we have because we don't control anything we just yeah. have to intuitively be able to know of when it's time to just move into something else move on to something else and just adapt yeah that's yeah. amazing absolutely so i applaud you for your steps which are amazing and it, it hasn't only been business wise it's been personal wise which is great as that's well right. for you so i'm very excited for your next steps. She has let she is she's leaving. It's okay to say that you're leaving the 305. Yes. <laughs> I am leaving the 305. She's, it's official. <laughs> she is leaving the 305. <laughs> she's coming into the 954. I'm excited because she'll be closer. So then now I can just harass her for Yay! actual coffee dates. <laughs> like real live and in person. I know. I can't wait for us to give each other a real a real hug. <laughs> Me too. And to actually meet in person. Like I've exactly. never met this so human much. in person. <laughs> lots of conference calls. Lots of Zoom chats. No. Never live and in person. But I feel like I know her. Like it's personal. Same. Same. <laughs> It's so funny, right? The pandemic has forced us into a place where the only intimacy we were going to get was through a screen and we made it happen. Exactly. <laughs> But I'm glad that we get to step out of it. Now. Me too. Yeah. So I'm excited. I cannot wait to actually physically be able to hug you. And I'm vaccinated. Yay. You're vaccinated. We're good. Yay. We're good. We're good. It's going to be a long hug. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> so totally. it takes like we were talking, so it takes that breakdown to launch the rise up is the way that I see it. 
So That's you right. can build all these beautiful, amazing things, but you're going to have to know that within this process, you might have to break it down a little bit and kind of just bring it back up. And yeah. it, it's all a matter of shifting. If you look at uh, bigger businesses, I mean, crap, my freaking mentor, role model, whatever you want to call her, Oprah, I love her. She is yeah. amazing. Um, this woman went from having a talk show, which was the most popular, still high ranks and said, okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. And we're like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? But she's never stepped out of what she loves doing. She's doing yeah. what you're doing right now. She did what you're doing. She built this amazing production and said, okay, that's it. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore, mm -hmm. but I still want to create. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and that's why I think it's so important to, to, to one of the things that I, I talk about a lot is to, to come from the vision always, mm -hmm. because when you come from the vision of, of what you want to create in the world, you're less attached to the how. And sometimes we, we create amazing things and then we get really tight, like we get very attached to them mm -hmm. in a way that might actually be holding us back from seeing other incredible things that we have yet to create, right? Like, yeah. And for me, that that happened also with Comadres. Like I was so, like it seemed so amazing and it is. And I can also create other things going forward. And I can also spend my time elsewhere right now. Like both things can be true. And it's just this like, stepping back and being able to remember that the magic is you it's not like this external thing like the magic is already in you so if you recognize that and own it what's possible oh is it possible to loosen the grip on this thing is it possible to let go completely of this other thing then what do you have space to create and what are you making space for yeah you know yeah i think when we lock ourselves in that block where okay we created this thing that is amazing and then you lock yourself there. You don't want to yeah. see anything else because you're like, nope, this is what I said. I was going to be here, 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 here. That's when the mm -hmm. shit starts going bad. Totally. <laughs> because you're totally. the universe is telling you, pitch more. You've got so much more. Share the more. And we get locked yeah. in that. Nope. This is what I'm doing. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. And so everybody out there, it's okay to do more you could have created this amazing wonderful concept and something else pops in your head go do that something else that popped in your head there's a reason yeah. why it's there yeah really really trusting absolutely so now to lead into this intuitive business mastermind that you have yes. what are some of the next steps because i know that our course which was your first online correct yes the first mastermind that i held online that was long term yes right so it's our first and it's a six-month course and within this six-month course it's what i felt or the what i took from it it was tearing down old beliefs and building new processes yeah so i thank you for that again beautiful and um with when is your next Core, like when is the next mastermind? So the next cycle starts up again in September. Okay. And this next one is actually going to be four months. We are like really feeling the iterations of of this program and right. seeing how it's gonna, you know, how it's going to finally live starting in 2022. But 
one of the I was going to start it in July. This I, this I think is a good story because this is what a lot of people live. I was going to start it in July, and what I realized is I wasn't going to take a single day in between one mastermind and the other. Yeah. And it took a friend of mine with whom I mastermind, Mariana Lopez, to, mm-hmm. to point out how insane and also, by the way, out of integrity, it was for someone who's always talking about resting and making time for yourself and self-care <laughs> and somebody who's going through some of the most major life transformations of, yes. of my life yes. in the summer to, to think that I had to continue in that hustle mode in order to be okay. And so I decided to really spend the summer with my team revamping the mastermind, taking time to write, taking time to reflect, and then really creating a powerful experience that's going to run from September through December of 2021. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. And I honestly think that it's, that's a wonderful, wonderful method or a, a step to make that. It gives you that time to, and Lord knows this woman is going through some changes, amazing, wonderful changes, but she's letting go of her, 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 her business child. She Mm -hmm. is stepping into a new personal life in a new area, in a new zip code, in a new area code. (laughs) You know, it's, it's so many changes and it's not only for her. I mean, she does have her child is with her. So it's like, she's stepping into a new environment and that takes time to settle. You've gone through a lot of major life changes in uh, what three months four months yeah 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 it's been i mean it, it's so funny because what i shared with each of the there's two different mastermind groups that we meet and I, what i shared with each of you is that i have found that in in us all together setting the intention for integrity and living a life that is intuitively led i was also playing this game with you and because <laughs> if you would have told me in january that by July, I would no longer be the CEO of Las Comares. I would have told you you were smoking something. Like, what are you on? That couldn't possibly happen. And yet here we are, right? And so that happened to a lot of the masterminders. They had one direction and then over the course of the mastermind realized that they wanted to go in a different direction Mm -hmm. and they have succeeded with the different direction and felt incredibly empowered and confident and are trusting themselves. And so it is about being along for the ride and knowing that you're not alone in it. So yeah. really trusting that even if things happen that seem to derail you to just really surrender to that experience and, and seek out support. And it just makes it so much better at the end yeah. when you know that you're not compromising, you're living the life that you want to live and you're not doing it alone. Exactly. And I think that that's one thing. Cause I know I came into when I first started this mastermind and I was like, okay, well, when I finish, I'm going to have my conference in September and I am going to eventually get a retreat in the books by 2022. And I'm going to, and I was like, okay. Then when I sat down and I started this class, I'm like, wait a second, how can I do a conference? when I'm rebuilding my community. I can't have a conference if I am in the midst of enhancing and rebuilding my community. And where is this retreat going to come off if I don't have my first workshop or my first masterclass or my first, and I was like, damn. So everything that I came in thinking I was doing is definitely not how I'm leaving this mastermind. 
it became a matter of just, you know, sit in yourself, build it, and they will come. (laughs) Build it and they will come. Yes, the the amount of of self-trust that you have cultivated in the last six months, I think is something that you're going to take with you for the rest of your life. And yeah. like, for me, that's the, that's the success story. I mean, my, th- what I got out of it is, is planning. Cause my whole thing is yeah. I work on a different level where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a conference. And it's like, okay, well, what is this conference going to be? A bunch of people speaking. <laughs> it's going to be great. I, okay. Well, what is this? What, how is this going to work out? And then I'll plan it. I'll think it. Mm. I'll set the date because I always set the date. I'll set the date and then say like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. And then I start planning as it goes. And this is the first time where I have literally the last three weeks, it's been over a month, but for the last three weeks where I've kind of just sat there and just did all the presentation slides are done. Everything is done. And I said, and my husband's like, okay, well, when are you going to start promoting it? Because that's not the way I work. I promote first. And then I plan and that's not the way it's going to work. So this is the first time that I've actually planned and started before I actually go ahead and kick it off, share it, anything like that. Yes. So it's, it's been a big, it's been a big difference in my life to just do things in Sandy's reverse concept way. Absolutely. And it's, and it's making a, it's making a difference. So everything is done. My, our course will be on my course. I got to change that. Cause Liz is always like, you always talk about we and whatever he's like, she's like, well, who else is planning it? And I'm like, she's like, well, stop saying that. Stop mm-hmm. saying we stop saying ours. Stop. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. That's one thing. I never want to take full credit for anything that I've worked on because I feel it's everybody's little seed. She's like, yeah, but everybody could have given you a seed, but you still had to sit there and do the work and do it yourself. It doesn't come only from you. It's and you. you. Sandy, this is something I struggled with too. And I think that the more that you, you are already by nature. And this is, I'm telling you because I would tell myself the same thing when I recognized it. By nature, you are so community driven mm-hmm. and you are so like, you're it, like, you think as, as the collective impact. And so like, that's already who you are, Yeah. but when you, and when you also claim your role as leader, everybody will benefit from it <laughs> and everybody will be better off, including you. And so Liz is absolutely right. You get to yeah. claim what you are creating and the gifts that you are bringing Thank because you. they exist for the collective benefit. Thank you. And I'm getting yes. better. I'm getting better. I'm seeing yeah, where I throw it and I'm like, okay, wait, no, me, me, I, I, me. Yeah. But I've always been that whole thing. And I and I think that stems from um there's there's somebody that I listen to who's uh in my eyes for me has kind of fallen from grace for me. And her concept was always like I, I, me, me, I, me, I, me. And I just and I saw this big, huge everybody that was supporting her around her, like people that were in her on her payroll supporting her and i'm like bitch you ain't doing this shit alone there's like fifty thousand people or 50 people on your payroll that are giving you these concepts so when you stand there and you sit there and you say i me i me and i was like i never want to be like that and i think i said that so many times that now that i am this one person running rise and succeed 
with funding from my dear, beautiful vice president husband of mine who funds everything <laughs> that I do. I sit there and I'm like, it, it can't, it's just not only me. Like, it's not only me. Like, Gabby's been a part of it. Marlene's been a part of it. Lids is a part of it. Lillian was a part of it. Dossie was a part of it. My girlfriends, Becca and Liz, have been a part of it. My friend, Samantha. Like, and then I think of all these people and I'm like, and then I'm like, but I'm not, you know, yeah, no, but I'm either paying these people or I am actually friends with these people and they've just kind of said something and I ran with it. Therefore, it's still me. And that's a hard concept to grasp. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're the one building the things. Yeah. And it's your vision. And I think it's so important that you claim it and own it because the, the you that will show up when you are claiming and owning your own leadership is different and will, like, there will be no doubt. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Look, you see, even through a podcast where I'm here to just kind of share the experience and talk about Gabby, she still leaves me little nuggets of goldenness that are just going to just, you know, manifest amazing things in my life. Thank you. Absolutely. So then I'm excited that you're going to be taking a two month hiatus to just kind of settle in and yeah. just kind of not, I mean, your mastermind is set. I mean, this master, it's set. It's already set. Like, it's already set. So it's just a matter of in September, when you're ready, when are you doing it? After Labor Day? I have to look at the dates, honestly, but I'm usually all started like at the very beginning of the month. So whenever right. that is. We're kicking it off. Exciting. We have our, remember, we have our vision boarding. Like, we have a lots of, like, fun events before. I know. Like, leading up to and getting ready to our for our first official session. I'm so. excited. And for those yes. of you on vision boards who do vision boards, because I will tell you that this was the first time that I ever did a vision board for real, for real. <laughs> and uh, you can make changes on that. Did you know that, people? <laughs> you can make changes. <laughs> you can edit it along the way. It's. It's um. It's beautiful. It's yours, and you don't have to do anything. Yeah, I'll never forget when you said, "Can you make change? You can make changes on your board." I'm like, "Changes on my board," and I'm looking, and I had the old Rise and Succeed logo. I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta change that." And hmm, yeah, that that Tesla that I put there, I really don't want that one anymore. And I don't really think like I'm up for a new car right now because I'm still like, like I told my husband, I'm going to run the one that we have until the ground. Or until it's time for me to give it up to my son, because that's the goal is have him have it. So then that way I can have a new one because it's just not in my, my priority list. I set myself first is, you know, 50,000 income before I can go into something like that because I don't yeah. want to. It works. And I'm not the type of person where a car doesn't define me and 100%. it's fine. And I was like, yep, taking that one off, not doing this and edited it. And it made it so much better because I'm like, yeah, I can see this. Like there's things that are that after within the next month that I'm going to be like, yep, check, check, check. And I'm excited. I'm so excited yes. for that. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. I, I think vision boards are such a fun tool to practice um, honing your intuition, right? Because you see yeah. it and it's all of a sudden something feels old. Like that's your intuition telling mm -hmm. you if something still feels exciting that's your intuition telling you and so like it's like a fun little tool to practice it is it is mm -hmm. and not only that but it gives you that plan and that yeah. plan is editable editable is that even a word i don't i'm sure it's not <laughs> if it's not we just made it up 
it up. But hey, so listen, if Marie if Marie Forleo can say figure outable, I can see I can say That's editable. Right. So edible. I just made it Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something I should be eating. <laughs> but Gabby, so then so our audience knows and we'll put the link when we um write the podcast out and it goes out to the world. But yeah. share with us the Gabby Guzman experience. How can they get in touch with you? So the place where I hang out the most, and I will be hanging out there throughout the summer despite the hiatus, because <laughs> I really feel called to communicate and to share and to be in, in conversation and community, is on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So that is at the Gabby Guzman. That's the G-A-B-Y-G-U-Z-M-A-N. And my website is GabbyGuzman.com. But all the links on Instagram will lead you to all the places. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And then... We know your next launch is in September and that'll September. be on it. I'm sure she's going to be posting that on Instagram. I'm okay. sure that's going to be as well on her website. And Gabby, for you, what are next steps for you? Well, I mean, I'm just really excited to go on vacation this summer and spend some time learning how to not have my days filled with meetings. <laughs> <laughs> just really, I, and I really feel called to write in this way that I'm not putting any pressure on. Um, and I'm just going to kind of see what comes of that. Like it might be a book, it might be a blog, who knows? I love it. But I really feel called to, to do a lot more writing. And so I have a friend holding me accountable to sitting down every Friday and doing that. So I'll be doing that later Oh, today. nice. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Yeah. So guys, thank you again. Remember, it's all about shifting your into jumping into your intuition right gabby jumping yes. into that intuition all in shifting your mindset creating an action plan and just holding yourself accountable and making sure that you do have somebody a community that's holding you accountable because yes. from myself where i'll be like yeah 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 i'm going to hold myself accountable you will not you will not if somebody's yeah. not there telling you hey fyi you said you were going to write an outline where is it you won't do it because you'll be like, help. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. I got so busy and you start, yeah. we start creating excuses. So yeah. please guys follow the Gabby Guzman on Instagram. Join her new. You have a newsletter, right? On your, yes, yes, yes. join her newsletter so that you can be up to date. Do not miss her next class, her next mastermind. They are amazing. I vouch for it. I know Marlene vouches for it. Lillian vouches for it. All these women have done this course. And you guys have heard them talk in previous podcasts. It is amazing. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Leave a comment. Lo quiero. Besitos. And rise and succeed, my loves.